0: It's time to start over with confidence, find your purpose, and impact the world. Welcome to the Inspirational Vision's Starting Over podcast with inspiring conversations, incredible journeys, and powerful messages from entrepreneurs, authors, and people who are just making a difference by sharing their courage, purpose, and authenticity. I'm your host, an author, and spiritual life coach, Mary Markham. If you're starting over, and struggling with feeling stuck, questioning everything, and or looking to deepen your faith, contact me at mary at maryamarkham.com for support and guidance along your starting over journey. Subscribe today, and let's start over impacting the world together, one story at a time. Today's episode is brought to you by author and book coach, Brenda E. Cortez. Brenda helps others fulfill their dream of writing and publishing a book. Whether you are looking to write a nonfiction, memoir, or children's book, or you need a co-writer, contact Brenda at Brenda brendaathowleyowl.com to make your writing dreams come true. Today's guest, Jennifer Westcott shares her incredible surrender starting over story. It's a true test of faith and being her authentic self. When you think a story's gonna go one way, there is a purpose, it goes another. Jennifer is a passionate, spirit-centered woman who helps spirit-centered female entrepreneurs work less, make more, and live the life of freedom and happiness they've always been dreaming of. Well, welcome, Jennifer. I'm super excited to have you on our podcast today. Thank you for being here.
1: Well, thank you for having me, Mary. I'm so happy and and, uh, blessed to be here.
0: Well, you have quite the starting over story. (laughs) I just think this is incredible. Um, We've known each other for a while, but just not, um, not as deep as we've known, we've met in the last, I'd say couple weeks. Let's just go with that.
1: Yeah, um, exactly.
0: We've enhanced our relationship and, and friendship. So I'm dying for you to share your story.
1: Okay. So. And I'm thinking, which one? <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: there's so many.
1: Which one should I <laughs> Um
0: Well, you're starting over. Yep. And I'm thinking when um, you went from one country to another, how about that?
1: Yes. And if you
0: hear the cat, that's Mona.
1: That's <laughs> Mona. Mona, the cat. She wants yes. to be
0: on the podcast.
1: <laughs> She's getting right up in here.
0: <laughs> She's talking.
1: <She'll... laughs> yeah. Well... So I will start the starting over story is very much um, I was thinking about this the other day. It was very much 2000, the end of 2016, 2017, and beginning of 2018 was, was a massive starting over time. And, um, and I could go back even before that a couple years because that was when I met my my husband, Rick. And it was almost like that was in December of 2014. We met and I feel like God blessed us with just this like smattering of fun for a couple years. Maybe it was one year. (laughs) And, and some things started happening in, in, I mean, we really did. We had this beautiful, beautiful time in, in, in 2015 and, uh, we traveled a lot and we had so much fun just getting to know each other. We literally, um, I mean, it was like from the moment we met from our first date, it was like we were together and we mm-hmm. knew it. And, awesome. um, You know, we even talked about it on our first date. It was really kind of crazy and something completely different for me as far as relationships go and um, Then at the uh, towards the end of 2015 he lost the job that he moved to California for from Virginia. And in fact, here's a a side note story that I don't think I've I've shared with you. Um, He used to see an angel card reader. And um, she told him, even right as he was getting ready to move to California, she said, you're moving there for a job, but you're not. You're moving there to meet this woman. Wow yeah and the way and she was so right because the job that he moved there for he lost Uh, we actually had moved into a house in redwood city just outside of san francisco because that's where his work was and um the day after we moved there to be closer to his work he lost the job Wow, and uh, yeah, and so, and and I was still working, uh, but it was it was quite devastating for him because he had some health issues, and there were different things that brought this this event around, mm-hmm. um, and so then in twenty sixteen. Around August, we were going to take a trip. I have a friend who lives in San Miguel, Mexico, and we were going to take a trip to come visit her. And right before that trip. uh, I was talking to my friend about some issues my parents were having with health, financial, they were in a mess. And I really didn't, my brother and I didn't even know how to help them financially. It was so upside down. My dad should not be working anymore um, because of his health, but he, but he had to. And, um, and she asked me, my friend in San Miguel asked me, well, what does your father get for social security? And I told her and she said, Jennifer, if he moved here, he wouldn't have, he could live on that. Your parents could live on that easily, easily. And he would never have to work another day in his life. And so that was just amazing. I presented it to him without telling him it was Mexico. <laughs> and he, he was just like, he was stunned. It was like something he couldn't even even imagine at this point. I mean the doctors had actually given him time on his life, how much time he, and I didn't know that at the time, but mm. he was in that bad a shape that they told him that he was had a couple years or whatever to live. Mm. Max. And so I told him and he's like, where is this? And I said, Mexico. <laughs> and he was like what? <laughs> Mexico? <laughs> well, anyway, I knew that they they would never move to Mexico uh, if we weren't there, you know? And so now I'm starting to think about that. And it was also gonna work out really well for Rick too, because the cost of living here is so much less and you can get so much more for your money. Um it was gonna buy time for him to figure out what he was gonna do next. Healthcare is really good, contrary to what um the US media might tell people, but it's really good and it's super inexpensive. And so there was that. Now I still had a business in San Francisco. So um So we did we between when we came to visit my friend in August. I looked for um, I was looking to see how much housing would be, you know, mostly for my parents. Well, I found this house and I was like, oh my goodness, that's our house. That Mm. is our house. And that was even before we came to Mexico. And I looked at it and I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Surely by the time we even get there and look at it, it'll be gone. So we got to Mexico, um, I think it was August 16th or something of 2016 that we came here for like 10 days. And a few days after we got here, I looked again and it was still on, this was on Craigslist. And I was like, wow still there. That's weird. What's wrong with it? <laughs> and then, and then I'm like, well, I better check this out. Um, so like a few days later, I look again, it's still on. And I'm like, that's three times I'm calling. So we went and looked at the house, fell in love with it. And, um, it was a rental. We weren't buying, you know, cause we didn't, we didn't know anything about, this area or anything. So we were going to rent. We signed the lease before we even left and said we'll be back for it in November. And um, in the meantime, we went, so we went back, started packing, started working on getting our immigration and all the things that you have to do. And rick got served papers from his ex-wife somewhere in october and he had to go back to virginia because he had not been able to pay um child uh child support was all paid but he wasn't hadn't paid alimony in like three months because he had lost his job well so she, he got served papers and he thought, I'm going to go back and I'm going to go, I, I don't need an attorney for this. I'll just tell him what has happened, right? And that, that I lost my job, my income, I don't have the income. And can I get this decreased to a lesser amount? Well, the Virginia court system does is, is highly, I mean, it's different than what you would think. And they put him in jail. They handcuffed him, and he had agreed, without knowing even what the term meant, to uh, to bail. That was not a percentage of the thing; it was the whole thing. So, yeah, it was <laughs> it was insane. And this, so I'm. He's in Virginia. He goes. He stays with his best friend Tony. Um, he's goes into court and a couple hours after it should have been out I don't hear from him and I'm like what is going on and so I'm calling Tony and he's like you haven't heard from him either I'm like no um he's like I think I know what happened he said I told him I told him not to do this (laughs) it's Virginia and (laughs) And so he was in a high security prison, yeah, for alimony. And his cellmate was like somebody who blew up a taco bell, uh, opened fire on a taco, right? I mean this was like we couldn't believe it. So and the only way I could find out because he didn't have my phone number and now we didn't have my phone, is he told one of the guys who got released, I think he was in a holding cell with him. He told this guy to look up my, the name of my business and get my phone number off of there when he got out and could call me and let me know. And so so that's how I found out. This guy from the holding cell called me and said, um, at the time, my boyfriend, your boyfriend's uh, in jail. And I'm like, and there was no way I could get a hold of him. So I'm talking to Tony. Tony gets a, um, gets an attorney because the only way he could talk to anyone, he couldn't go visit him. And he didn't even know this. Rick didn't know. He didn't know it was full bail. He didn't know that nobody could come visit him. And so Tony got an attorney. The attorney went in, talked to him. And, and, um, and we had to get... And the funny thing is, is right before that, We had a, just, he just put me on my name on a joint checking account together, like literally two weeks before that. And, um, that account had like $18,100 in it and I needed to wire $18,000 to get him out.
0: talk about starting over
1: (laughs) oh my goodness yeah so we so i and i couldn't have done that if i hadn't been on the account correct i mean it was just so i i mean i had a client and i literally i could tell that client i'm like um i have to go bail my boyfriend out of jail he's like uh, (laughs) he's like go go don't worry about it so I went to Wells Fargo, we got that done, literally. So this was on my, he was in jail on my birthday, October 18th, he got out, came home. We didn't even have a minute to like recover from all this. I mean, it was, it was the worst, like I think four days of my entire life. I mean, I I didn't know what was gonna happen. Uh, it was so scary that he was in jail Uh, and and um so he got home we didn't really have time we had to pack because we were moving to mexico and uh we got this trailer and this trailer we've never it's an enormous trailer right we put everything in it we got going as fast as we could and um we actually even sold a car on the way out of town. We wow. couldn't decide whether to take this car with us or not. <laughs> and then we decided not to because it was so scary. It was like driving a, a, a trailer truck, yeah. right? we were going to drive this into Mexico. And luckily his sister had been, um, her, hus- her husband who had passed away, they knew a lot about driving trailer truck. So, so she helped us. Because this trailer was way too heavy, way too it was way too fast. Yeah. In fact, we had to put a mattress on the back of it because it wouldn't fit in the trailer. So uh, so anyway, uh, fast forward, this took us uh, it took us eight days to get to Mexico. And um, there are so many stories in between that I'm gonna have to like speed this up because um now so we get here we get moved to mexico we're gonna move now we're gonna move my parents here so we get there in november and by april we got my parents moved here now they didn't come the way that that we did they they skinny down to two suitcases and flew here i'm like you are not doing what we did
0: yeah they started but, over with two suitcases
1: <laughs> yes and they started over too and so they came and, um, uh, so 2017 in, in August, I find out because we're going back and forth to San Francisco to keep my business going every, every six weeks, we were going back and forth, which was just getting really stressful.
0: And what was your business?
1: Uh, it was called dog patch massage and body work. So and, a, wellness company. Yes, wellness company. And i had had that for 12 years and I was mentoring one of my employees um, to take it over eventually. Nice. Well, it, it kind of got, um, and when we went to Mexico, I think she was feeling very alone and, and like she didn't know what I was doing in the background, the marketing and all of that to keep things going and to keep clients coming in for her. She just felt really alone. And she called me one day and she's like, I'm out. And I was like, what? You know, I was just devastated. And so I said, just hold the phone. We're gonna come back and work this out. And this was in July, end of June that she told me this. And so, we went back August 1st. I called to find out about my lease when the lease was up. Unbelievably, my lease was up that August 30th. And so I would be able to hand it off to her. And in my mind, I'm thinking she's taking this business.
0: <laughs> and now you're literally starting completely over. Yeah. Close business, new place in Mexico families there. yes. Um, how do you, how do you um, get your mindset of letting go of all this stuff that's going on so you yeah. can stay focused? How did you do that? Or what did you say to yourself?
1: Well, it was really like, you know, I mean, we we didn't even know what we were doing because now, I mean, this was like, uh, I am, a lot of things came up for me in that because I I was very fearful. I had always had a lot of fears about my finances with my business and my own personal finances. Uh, You know, I felt like, especially in San Francisco with a business like that, you can be making a lot of money and still be living on a shoestring. And, and um, it was very difficult with me for me with Rick. Like, it was almost like God was wanting, God was giving me an opportunity to face my financial fears and to open, be vulnerable of that part of my life with Rick. And, and I needed to be. And I was just, I, I, did, I had no other choice. And so I I gave into it and I did that. And I remember even talking to um, uh, this woman who was a a spiritual and intuitive. And, and while we were in, while we were in San Francisco doing all this, and she, and she, and she assured me, she said, this is an opportunity for you to be vulnerable with Rick, Mm -hmm. let down everything. And was and I did and we made it through. She took over the business. I was, I cannot tell you how I relieved I was. And so my mindset was really fearful but grateful. Yeah. You know, at the same time there was this big sense of relief and the way that Rick handled everything and was with me was so reassuring. It was so unlike anything I'd ever experienced in a relationship before. Um, Total unconditional love and acceptance and there to help and support in every single way. Unbelievable.
0: Unbelievable. What, What would you say to someone listening that just heard all that stuff and went, oh my gosh, that's my life. I like, there's no way I could just set that aside. I, I would have just said, "Sorry, I don't want to do this," and give up. What would you say to them?
1: I would say that there's a purpose for you mm-hmm. in all of this, and when you can go, when you will go through that purpose, um, you, you, you. I mean, your path your path and everything you go through is a God given path. And this is what I've really learned is to embrace my journey and every part of it. And, you know, one of my new mantras is everything happens for you, not to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And if you will just go, go with the flow and, and, and allow what will be, I mean, what I imagined that scenario to be was so much more was so much worse in my head than reality was so much worse I was clinging to my fears and there, there I didn't there was not fear to be had yeah and since that time I can tell you I mean, I, this podcast isn't long enough to tell the stories that keep going after, yeah. after that. My mom dodged sh- like a month after we got back from that experience. Then Rick almost died. And that was like a whole three month uh, traumatic experience. Um, and, then, and then the starting over in coaching. Uh, and even just recently, there was something, that I had to share with Rick, that I had not shared with him, that I had been keeping from him from the beginning of our relationship, that I had such a fear of telling him. I mean, I really thought that it would be over if I, if I told them this. I mean, it was something that happened before we got together, but yeah. it, it was, for me, the fear was so big and so represented For me, not feeling worthy, Mm. not not worthy, not good enough, Um, not worthy of unconditional love from another person, maybe and maybe God, you know, maybe it was even that. And and God gives you opportunities to overcome these things that takes you on your journey home to him and there are opportunities to shed layers that are keeping you from God and i guess that's what i would i would tell people go through it it will not he will be with you he'll help you he'll guide you he'll love you he'll send his angels and and when he knows that you're trying to surrender it to him you will be blessed on the other side of this.
0: How did you know, Jennifer, that this was the time? This was the ultimate time after all these years to have this conversation with your husband. How did you know that? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that there are people out there going, oh yeah, I've got that. And I'm not, I'm not going there because it's going to open up a can of worms or it's going to destroy my marriage or my relationship or my family. How did you know that this was your time?
1: Oh, I love that question. I, even, even when I made the choice, because let me tell you, uh, here's the short, short piece of it. I lied to him because or I told them a different story because at this woman, his angel card reader picked up on this event that happened in my life mm-hmm. and I didn't get to tell him. Mm-hmm. He knew it and came to me and said, she said this. And I just, I wasn't ready for that. And that, that's, that was my excuse. Mm-hmm. That I, I, I wasn't ready. And so I, I didn't tell the whole story. And, and, um, and I felt at the time, I felt kind of justified in it. But there was this moment that I know God said seven years. Mm-hmm. You've got to tell him. And it was creeping up on six. Six came, year six came and he started reminding me because I literally put it in the back. It was gone, like it didn't exist. And, um, and then it started coming up and coming up and I really struggled. I'm like, I honestly, and I told Rick this, I said, I don't know if it's the devil or God talking to me. Yeah. It really was so, I, I, I realized how easy it is to justify something but i just couldn't get around the fact that i knew that that i could not get closer to god if i didn't do this i was holding on to a secret i was holding a secret and i i and he just kept showing me what would happen. And I started to get this piece that he he was, and I even could see so much growth in Rick that I knew, that I knew that telling him now would be so different than if I had told him at the beginning or even three years into our relationship, that somehow he just kept showing me this is the right time. And every time my brain was justifying, there was this, he would show me something else or give me a feeling. I I just couldn't justify it anymore. It wasn't fitting into my relationship with God. And what really came was that God blessed me with this relationship. And it's time for me to show God that I put God first. So, regardless of what happens to this relationship, I have chosen God first, and that's what I have to do.
0: Amen, sister. Wow. So that's
1: what it was.
0: That's beautiful. You have started over so many times. <laughs> I, it, it's just incredible. Like when you started in the beginning going, okay, which story? Yeah. But it, it, it really shows the strength that you have to be the amazing woman that you are today. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Jennifer is an incredible coach. She helps so many people. So share with us like that journey. Okay, you've started over, you've put God first. You have this business. Like how do you stay that strong, have this incredible relationship with your husband and be the awesome coach that you are.
1: <laughs> well, I would all glory to God. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, by the grace of God is all, is my final answer. I, I I could not do that. My life without God was hopeless helpless pathetic uh continue continually in my pride and ego trying to create something for myself banging my head against the wall and that was my path that led me home and 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 meeting rick was the beginning of my path home to god Mm. and and so i just have to just have to honor that and and um because of the because of all the healing we were told we would heal each other Mm. and because of all the healing that we've had through and with each other through god yeah you know i mean Uh, this relationship really is nothing without God. I mean, my new realization is how do you know if you're in the right relationship, if that relationship is bringing you closer to God? Mm -hmm. Because if it's, if it's not, you know, I mean, um, I've heard before from I I don't know if this is in the Bible or not, but like, it's better to be alone than be with someone who hinders your spiritual journey. Yeah. Who is not in alignment with you. Yeah. So if you're going to be in a relationship, you know, be in one that brings you closer to God, Yeah. that puts you on your path home to God, or if you're already on your path home to God, um, well, we always are. (laughs) We just don't, even when we don't think we are or not acknowledging it, we always are. But Mm -hmm. when it's truly like acknowledged in your relationship that you guys are, are helping each other come closer to God. Yeah. And, and all of that has boosted my confidence. It's allowed me, um, you know, I, I can remember at the beginning of my relationship with rick and i started making videos and stuff i didn't want him to hear me i'd close the door and and now there's like really nothing there's really nothing that i feel shy about um about doing in front of him because i'm so because i i feel so loved and i feel so confident and i i know i'm adored and i know and, you know, this is, this, is, uh, this is God working in me and on me um, where my self-worth was, was so low. And, and things are coming out of me that have never come out before with the coaching, with making videos, with speaking, with reaching out to people that I just didn't have the confidence for. I, I just didn't see my value. I didn't see my worth. I didn't see my purpose. And that's all coming. I'm, I, I feel all that and I feel so compelled to share it with people. I do know it's valued now. And that yeah. is a big breakthrough for me.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I just, I want to applaud you and acknowledge you for being aware of that gift that God has given you. I mean, because really it's, a, it's this spiritual gift that we all have them in different ways but it's, you're aware of it and you're preaching it girl. And, um, it's just, it's remarkable. I always, I always say that, you know, in order to grow and be more confident, strong, whatever word you want to put in there, it's so important to be around like-minded people, spirit-minded people,
1: because when you
0: can connect, you just continue to grow. And the beauty is it is that you just accept people the way they are, you know, because they're all created in the way they're supposed to be created. Yeah. There's there's no right or wrong.
1: Absolutely. But
0: but they're choices, right? Yes. Yes. So, So tell our audience, Jennifer, what exactly do you do as a coach how do you help people along their journey
1: well i am and uh what i say is i i help spirit-led entrepreneurs um and and i say spirit-led because i feel without whatever you want to call it god higher power spirit it doesn't matter but if you have a belief in a higher power in and in, in, in that there's a higher self within you, then your life can be limitless. If you do not have that and you don't believe, you're, you're stuck with your mind, with your brain, and that's limited. It's limited to this material world. You believe what the world tells you, is possible, not possible, what your chances are. And with a, the with a higher power and, and that higher power, also knowing that it lives inside of you, it is not outside of you. And it's not based on reward and punishment. It is based on connecting to that higher power Within you that lives in you and breathes in you, that really uh, gives you unlimited power in this life, and so that's why I like to work with with what I call spirit led entrepreneurs, and I start with mindset, right? Because our mindsets uh, that's the that's the That's the first and only place to start uh, to change your life, to change how things are going in your life, in your business. It's the first place to start with creating clarity and get and confidence and, um, and then from mindset, I help people with marketing, I help people with sales, I help people uh, create a lead generation system for themselves that they're continually getting uh, leads and prospects that feeds their business and and with leadership. Uh, Because I believe that in order, especially businesses are are mostly online right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, most entrepreneurs, To be successful, people need to know you, like you, and trust you. That's the marketing 101, right? And the only way to do that is to put yourself out there. And whether it be on video, your blogs, however that is, you need to express yourself. And you need to have the confidence to know that people value whatever it is you're offering. Yeah. And they need to know you. And, and so I help people with that. Uh, You know, I mean, wherever you are, wherever you are in your journey is where you are. And that's where I'll meet you. And then we go step by step from there to get to where you want to go. And uh, yeah, I love, I love it. I love helping people to get You know, to start seeing their dreams, to change their mindset, to feel more confident, to get more clarity, and uh, to start overcoming their fears and and do things they never thought they could do before. And they're doing them. And And the
0: beauty is, you just described yourself. Yeah. (laughs) You totally described yourself. You got over that fear, that fear of all these things that were holding you back for so long. Yeah. And look at the successful woman that you are um, yeah. in, in not only professionally, but personally. Yeah. You know, it's so beautiful to witness and, and hear your story. So if there's a, a legacy that you would like to leave behind, what would that be?
1: Oh my goodness. That's such a great question. Um, You know, if you would have asked me this a few years ago, I would have been like, well i would have to have done this and this and this and for me i just i want to know that i fulfilled my purpose in every way and you know i i i think all entrepreneurs have this sense that they don't have enough time that they can never get to the things that they want to do they feel like they're not, they're not living their purpose because they have to pick up the kids. They have to wash the dishes. They have to do this. They have to do that. But all of those things also have their purpose. You are fulfilling your purpose. And it's the attitude with which you do all of those things that is you serving your God-given purpose. Because wherever you are is where God wants you. Whatever you're doing, whatever's come up that day is where God wants you to be serving. And so it starts inside. What is your mindset? What is your feeling about it? Are you doing it begrudgingly? Are you mad because you're not getting, you're thinking about what you're not getting to do? Being in the moment with where you are right now. And so as far as a legacy, I just, I just want to I just want to feel like every everything that I did in my life, you know, um, whether it be with my animals, with the with my coaching, that wherever I was, I was 100% there and blessing God in that moment.
0: Mm, Amen. And do all things with love.
1: Yeah. And I guess that's Mm. the love legacy.
0: Yes. Love legacy. Yeah. I really love that. And I love hearing your story and sharing it with the world. Um, That's really been my honor today. So how does our audience best connect with you?
1: Um, Well, my website is um, jennifer.coach. And my email is uh, jennifer at jennifer.coach. And, uh, not only do I, I, I would just like to say, not only do I do uh, coaching, but I offer, I have a prayer warriors group that we meet every Wednesday morning. And, um, and I, and I also offer, um, coaching free coaching sessions, uh, to help people with their prayer life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a big part of what I do. So um, there's a whole section on my, my website that is uh, prayer warriors. Oh, and, um, and I'm going to be starting in 2022 book clubs. And one is called Mysteries Revealed Book Club, nice, which, nice. Is, which is for people who want to know. There's a lot of uh, uh, books that have been discovered, the Dead Sea Scrolls Nag Ham- from Nag Hammadi, and that were never in the Bible. And I, because of my husband's extensive library, I've been privy to these books and they have so impacted my life and my, my spirituality in a whole new way. And so I'm going to be offering uh, a book club nice. that presents these to people who, or people who are interested in seeing uh, what was kept out of the Bible and why and how it can change your spiritual life.
0: wow uh, that's powerful
1: yeah. yeah so that's the whole god side of my website the entrepreneurial side i also am going to be starting a stellar business book club in january of 2022 and uh yeah and the rest you'll see on on the website my offerings and and things like that, but and it's
0: beautiful. I know she's, she's getting to the tail end of finishing it. And it's, yeah, it's beautiful.
1: thank you, Mary.
0: So is there any other quote you've, you've left us with so many, there's a purpose, everything happens for you, not to you. Is there <laughs> any other message that you would like to leave with our audience today? <sighs>
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a quote. <clears> hmm <throat> Okay, so what just came into my mind was, uh, to know thyself. Be still and know that I am God." That's just what came up. That's what I felt like I am to say. And that, for me, is what meditation is. Be stilling the mind, be stilling everything, be stilling every thought that you have is a material thought. It's it's in the past or it's in the future, but all thoughts exist in this realm. Mm -hmm. And when we shut those all off, even contemplation, there's a place for contemplation, but really to go to the stillness place is shutting it all off into complete silence. And I mean, I don't even know how many times I've accomplished that. And it could be for just a few seconds, but it is the most powerful and peaceful place to be. And so as simple as it is, as it is be still and know. I, I feel like it's, it's what, we, what we should all aspire to because <laughs> it's the <laughs> most amazing place on earth. Well, not on,
0: that.
1: not on Earth.
0: <laughs> you are such a blessing. So thank you so much for sharing your starting over journey, your just your your spiritual gifts, your life, you, your beautiful self. So thank you, well, Jennifer.
1: Thank you, Mary, for allowing me the space, and yeah. thank you for having me on. And I'm so blessed with yeah. our new friendship. and so grateful for you and God bless your podcast and your mentorship and everything that you are doing and and, um, creating. Oh,
0: thank you. God bless you as well.
1: Thank you, Mary.
0: I hope this episode taught, inspired, encouraged, or gave you hope along your starting over journey. Subscribe today to stay connected. And make a difference by sharing this episode with someone who needs to hear this message. And don't forget to contact book coach Brenda E. Cortez at brenda at to make your writing dreams come true. And if you're questioning your faith, feeling stuck, and looking for guidance and support along your starting over journey, contact me at mary at maryamarkham.com. And remember, be kind, be you, live, laugh, and love. Until next time.